Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We are going to talk about baseball today on this show, I guarantee it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for stopping by. The, the championship series are in full swing. The Rays win again. The Dodgers get beat by the Braves again. We got some burns. We got some thoughts. We got some recaps. We got some baseball to discuss. We're coming to you live from the Roosevelt Studios in the Bronx. That's R-S-V-L-T-S.com. My name's Jimmy. Sitting right next to me is young Jake. Trevor out in California and Bug Bug Dude behind the dish. This episode of Talking Baseball is brought to you by Dax Tucker, Ray Swin, Michael mm. Kelly, and Chris Moore. Those are our most recent patrons. They get a little live show, a little pregame show, a little postgame show, and can be part of the show uh, because they usually help us out in the live chat or we ask them questions. The patrons got a lively discussion uh, in the pregame show this morning. Someone in the patron chat said this was worth it, <laughs> worth it already, or something. I like was that. losing it. Someone, someone joined the patron chat a little early, and it's the patron chat's a great little community. Go sign up; it's fun if if you're looking to watch live. And someone asks, like, "Hey, what did I miss?" And they go, "Well, there's a little sex talk, and then they talked about base cam." <laughs> so we, same thing. We covered all of the main topics early. Trevor Plouffe will even be live with you in the chat. I'm always in the chat. I love the chat. I enjoy talking to the chat almost as much as I enjoy talking to you guys, to be honest. Wow. That's fair. We have a very nice chat. Uh, Trev, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, I I enjoyed our conversation earlier as well. Um, I think sometimes you just got to get some things off your chest. Jake and I had a disagreement last night about one of his tweets, so we were talking about that. I don't even know if the patrons heard that. but I don't think so. We're a little fired up, and that is a good... Good, Good thing the playoffs are here. Shit is happening. Shit is happening. Teams are taking care of business. We're gonna recap it. I can't wait. Yeah, like Jake, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's uh it's a weird mix of like these games. Like the Braves Dodgers game wasn't great, but in the last inning, it's as good as a baseball game could get, pretty much. Um, so that was that was exciting, and then Rays Astros, man. Those Rays find a way. Uh, they are scary. They uh, they are in the Astros' heads. So I, th- I think we're gonna have a lot of conversation about that. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I don't know. A, a lot of topics. I feel like there's a lot of topics. There's a lot going on. Baseball's doing good. It's hot in the streets. Some might say. How, how are the ratings right now? Probably like, terrible. Ratings, like terrible, terrible, or like just because COVID terrible, which I don't know why that I don't know. I don't know. I think everything's on a scale right now. Um, I can check. I can try and pull pull them up uh, as we go. I I love I love the ratings. I do too. Be- it's I'm because I listened to WFAN growing up. And uh, Mike Francesa, who's now a shell of himself, I know this, and a lot of young kids don't understand how great he was back in the day. Just because he's a weirdo now doesn't mean he wasn't fantastic radio back in the day. He loved the ratings, and he would always talk, like, read the ratings scorebook out to his live audience. 
And I love behind the scenes stuff. I always have loved behind the scenes more than the actual scene. So I'm a ratings nut job. But it is getting tough. They need to figure out how to do it and calculate internet. Yes. Mobile, internet. Mm. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, all right. I want to ask a, let me ask a, a, a question to the chat before we start because I'm curious about this. YouTube crowd, which we're doing now, right? Yeah. Where do you, do people watch it on a laptop? A desktop, your phone, like where are you guys watching this and being able to type so fast? They're probably on their phones, bo- I think. Sounds a little boomerish of me. I understand that. <laughs> don't but. don't get them boomer in I think they're probably on their phone. You got a lot of laptop. phone, laptop. Okay. TV. See, that's what I'm. That's what I want to really know. Like, does anybody watch on their TV? Probably not. I think a lot, there's there's a chunk of people, those tweets always get me, that they're like, oh, watching with you guys, and they have us up on the TV. That's wild. But it's technically through their computer, and I'm like, that's kind of cool, man. I, so I get that. The, so a lot of working people with the second screen dig that. The ALCS. It's a tough comparison because last year was Yankees-Astros before the Astros fallout, mm. uh, and now it's Rays. And I'm not, it's not disrespectful for Rays fans, but they do not carry weight in ratings. Um, it's just a fact That's 66% down The ALCS this year to last year wow. I mean that's tough. Gi- That's ginormous mm. But I do think the Astros lost a, a bit of their following Who now is like I don't want to be part of that Or that's too. there's too much ancillary stuff there And they lost the core and they're bad And the Rays just don't They probably have the full force of what they can bring And it's just not Comparative to the Yankees you know, Which is like, not like an arrogant or rude thing to say. Just stats. I, the lower ratings, like, it, it kind of is interesting to me because you have, like, the anti-woke crowd that's like says, oh, this is because we're not watching because of some of the, um, like, the racial justice stuff that, that has gone on in the, in, the, in the pro sports world. And now it's like they look like they're getting justified. But I, I don't think – I think it's just a coincidence – you know, like the like the Aubrey Huffs, like they think that they have done this, but I think it's just more of a coincidence, COVID related than anything. Yeah, well, right? Uh, like what? Like what's the what's the N- deal? NLCS had good ratings, um, okay. four point two million, still down, but only down ten percent. The Rays are just really bad for ratings, man. They just they don't have any weight of a fan base to go. Um, but that's the, they're playing really good baseball though. But, like, it's the way they're built. They're built for, like, a lot of pitchers and no star power. can be really frustrating if you're the opposing team playing them. Oh, yeah. That even another team could tweet out something <laughs> sympathetic to them. Such beef. So hot in the streets. The, the, oh, home, opener, oh, the home opener between the Yankees and the Nationals had $4.10 million. That's pretty cool. That was the first game back. First of like game everything, back right? of everything. First like live sports. Yeah. 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 My my brother just sent me a video of the Tommy Fam thing. Should I look at it? I've seen it. Um, it's not terrible. There's a fight, and then you see a guy walk in front of it who's got like blood on his shirt, and that's Tommy Fam. It's like a good amount of blood. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's a fight outside of a strip club. For oh, there's sure. a video of it. Yeah. So I got, I got. Fu- I, you can't see Tommy. This. He just cuts into the screen later, and, like, there's a lot of blood on his back. Oof. Like a 
I've been stabbed amount of blood on his back. Oh, shit. That sucks. All right. Well, I'll watch it, I guess, after post-show um, for the I've for been the there. Patriots. Just want to let everyone know that. You've been to that strip club? I have. A couple no different st- times for bachelor parties. Who'd you stab? Hmm. Uh, I've never stabbed anybody, but... Um, With anything? I hit close to home. Hit close to home. Been there a couple times, like I said. Know the place pretty well. Right. All right. Well, we are Cron Pod, and they switched it up, and they gave the Bra- they gave the Braves and the Dodgers the first game today. So, are you ready, Jake? I Burns? am. All right. Let's burn game one. Here we go, Jakey Burns. On your mark, get set, burn, Jakey Burns. Clayton Kershaw and the Dodgers scratch that back spasms and actually. Cat scratch that as it was Catterday with Tony Gonsolin versus Mr. Anderson as Ian and the Braves try to break the matrix and go up 2-0 on the Dodgers. Scoreless into the fourth. MV free most ball in his player. Two-run yacker. A four-run fifth blows it open for the Bravos. Is that bag Pache? First MLB RBI for the Rook. How about that? Freddie again with the RBI single. And then, oh no, Dodger fans, you've seen this before. Pedro Baez's house of horror. Walks Darno for the RBI. Little monster Ozzy Albies with the deep sack fly. That could have done a lot more damage. Doppelganger Dansby stretches it out to 7-0 in the seventh. Braves had a rally brewing. Could have been a lot worse, and that would be important. Corey Seager later, a three-run bomb makes it 7-3. Albies, you're crying shoulder. Another Aussie bomb makes it 8-3 to, to Melanson again in the bullpen special. Melanson sits down, and here comes Josh when the walls come tumbling down. Corey Seager with another RBI double. Max Muncy, that funky Muncy. Two-run homer, it's 8-6. Is there something a-brewing? No, Will Smith grounds out to second. Oh, no, Ozzy botches it. Will Smith gets on board. We've got the tying run at the dish. Can Belly end his playoff nightmares? Triple down the line. He's running like Mark Wahlberg from, what was that movie, Jim? That was a good tweet. That was a great tweet. Belly, the tying run is on third. Melanson came in. It's 8-7. Trevor Plouffe's arch nemesis, A.J. Pollock, rounds out to third. That's it. That's all. 8-7 Braves final. Anderson to Matzik to O'Day to Minter to Martin to Tomlin to Melanson. 2-0 Braves in the NLCS. Nice, nice. I didn't I, uh, have to watch the game. I got it all right there. Oh yeah, that's the reason. I enjoy when you when we bring these to the talking baseball crowd uh, in the postseason because there's a lot of people that joined us during the regular season that haven't never heard them. The YouTube comments were good. A lot of uh, compliments, but someone said that was awesome. He should do that for every game. So yeah. just strap in for two thousand four hundred and thirty of those. Yeah. All right. This is my life now. <laughs> he already does. You, Jake does 162 for the Yankees. <laughs> I agree. If they lose, with, it's it's a smaller effort. But if they if they win, 
You know, they won 103 games in 2019. Oh, Jake just do did every game, every 103. Day. Just do every game, every team. Every game, every team, every day. Yeah. Every every game. About time. I agree with Sean Mueller in the chat. He says Pedro Baez's house of horror is perfect. Yeah. Because uh, that's how he feels around the bump. That is a sentiment shared with all of Los Angeles. Every time he comes in the game, people are uh, on Twitter. My feed just goes, why is he in the game? What is going on? Now, I, I mean, I've seen him get into trouble, but I've seen a lot of pitchers get into trouble. But this guy in particular causes uh, strong emotions when he's on the mound with Dodger fans. And yeah, you can see man. why. He had a tough one yesterday. And, it, we, hey, I, I still think this is very much a series. I think we're going seven. You know, don't don't quit on these Dodgers. Um, seven? Oh, yeah. you got to go seven now, right? You don't have to. They could still go six, technically. But either way, yeah. that's we're getting ahead of ourselves. That's the other series. Um, you know, if this Dodgers thing doesn't work out this year, I mean, Pedro Baez, you know, he's been good. He's got seven years in the league, a three-flat ERA, more strikeouts than innings pitch. I think he's a reverse splits guy. I think he's disgusting against lefties. Um, you know, it, you're going to start talking change of scenery type stuff because, again, if you're a Dodgers fan, you don't want to see him out there. And at a certain point for Pedro Baez, like, you can't be out there in a Dodgers uniform in these situations because, man... They've just seen a lot of bad experiences out there. His numbers versus lefties are insane this season. In, wasn't it like a three six nine OPS or something like that? Two eight two OPS versus lefties this year. I mean, that's, I don't think I've ever looked at his numbers. His numbers are good. Yeah, man. It's it's what? just when you play on a team like the Dodgers, when everything comes down to the postseason, and you pitch in impactful moments. You know those memories stick out. Um, Dude, and his, I'm, I'm telling you, these people go nuts when he goes in. This guy's a good pitcher. You're a career 131. Bullpen, bull, consistently. bullpen stats are really hard. Like bullpen ERA to me is you, that blows in one ear and out the other. I mean, you want a guy, especially in the playoffs, that can hold inherited runners and that can get quick outs. That's why if you have a bullpen arm, that's not a big strikeout arm. I'm kind of not in on it. And versus righties, I don't think he's a big strikeout guy at all. Well, he's he's dipped in his strikeouts, but he's still I mean, he's still career and a nine a nine per nine. So one in inning and he's got you know, his whip is pretty good. I kinda it look does. at that for relievers as well. Like yeah. you don't want to put runners on base. If things don't work out for the Dodgers, it's just like a change of scenery thing. Like, yes, you're good and we use you, but we need to swap in someone else who's good because we can't we can't do this anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I was expecting something completely different than that. And, and hey, bounce back, Pedro Baez. Like, a lot of playoffs left. Hey, uh, but here's this. Uh, whenever I go to a reliever's uh, page, Trev, I go to Inherited Runners and Inherited Runners Stranded because that doesn't show up in ERA. He went 100%. He inherited three this season, and he stranded all of them, so that's good. Sure. Bang. Interesting. I got to talk to my buddies about this because they – and there's one L.A. sports writer in particular that writes for the Times that Ooh. like, he can't. Like, he Pedro buys and he's like, I'm turning the TV off. Sources. There is, like, a vibe factor. Yeah. Like, if the t- even if the team is like, whoa. And, you know, yeah. players are human. It, like, what the fans feel, the players usually feel. In, in some type of way, it might be a little more, more muted or whatever, but, like, you know. There's guys in that bullpen that were like fucking biases in. <laughs> yeah, I and I th- I tell you guys that about Colome. That's the kind of reliever he yeah. is. He like it's not a bad comp. into the. It's not a clean inning ever. I but like that. You look at his numbers; they're also really good. So, it, actually, Pedro Baez's numbers are much better than uh, Colome's. 
All right, so we Anderson Gonsolin. Gonsolin does the spot start. He's cruising, looking real nice. Freddie gets him, uh, and that's obvious. I mean, I think he's this year's MVP. Back-to-back games, uh, jumping a homer in this series. He looks really good. Um, Anderson, man, four innings pitch, one hit, five walks, not a lot of contact. Uh, I think he's setting, like, earned run records for rookies in the playoffs or whatever it is. Unbelievable, and a hell of a job by Matzik, two innings, uh, shutty. A guy that had the yips for a little bit. Big conversation around baseball now. Really cool comeback story from him. Go check that out if you haven't seen it. Um, And, yeah, I mean, just that fifth inning for the Braves. Four runs. uh, Pache, first career RBI double. Freddie again. And then, uh, again, it could have been ugly. Albies hits that ball to center. Belly makes the nice catch on it. Um and then Dodgers come back. I don't know. What, what yeah. are you boys seeing? Hey, that that belly catch was really nice. And I tweeted it out because I'm just tweeting out highlights or anything I find funny from games. And I got so many people like, scoreboard, mm. didn't matter. <laughs> oh, where are the Yankees at? I'm like, well, it's a really nice catch. That's all I'm saying. But it did matter. Or it almost came very close to mattering. If Ozzy clears the bases there... The pitchers that get used are so different. The Braves now had to use Melanson. They had to use some of their better pitchers. Um, and if if Ozzy clears them there, what's what do they go up? I mean, big, big. Like that clears the bases, right? Like it's yeah. Things are things are ugly, ugly. Yeah. So small victories, even even though you know you were down by a lot, that catch still saved the path of the rest of the game, and the Dodgers almost came back. I know that means nothing because they're down 2-0 and the Braves fans are saying, dude, that doesn't matter. But uh, you get to see Melanson again, second day in a row. I don't think that happened. So it was a really nice catch. But the Braves just smash, man. Yeah, their offense has been great. Looking at the box score and then looking at the time of the game, I mean, we had 12 strikeouts for the Braves, 11 for the Dodgers, a zillion walks in the game, a four-hour, 12-minute game. Yeah. That is, uh, you know, that's something that you need to watch, too. These guys coming in, walking guys, more pitches, more innings for everybody. Um, I think we're going to obviously see Melanson probably take the day. Some other guys as well. Uh, he only threw – he didn't throw as many pitches as I thought. Um, but uh, that's that's a lot, man. A lot of true outcome stuff going on in these games. He's uh, – I mean, he's got to catch Albie's next home run today, so watch out for that. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Tomlin? I, I think this is probably a point of discussion, and it's you know playing seven games in seven days potentially, playing every day. Um, they get the insurance run from Albies. Uh, the score goes to eight to three. Melanson catches it again. Cool moment. They sit down Melanson uh, with the five run lead, and they bring in Josh Tomlin. I'm trying not to be mean to Josh Tomlin. It's uh, this is just something that I always find fascinating in baseball. Like if you can. Josh Tomlin's basically stayed around a certain level of baseball his whole career. 11 seasons, a 4-6-9 ERA. Um, you just keep landing in kind of that last pitcher on the team role and you keep twirling it. Uh, amazing facial hair. But he does rock that well. A lot of guys wouldn't be able to rock yeah, it. Yeah, he, he rocks it pretty like naturally. Like Garrett Richards, your boy, Trev. He's trying to, he was trying to rock similar facial hair. It's awful looking. I didn't mind his. I thought it was okay. He got he got roped into the San Diego thing a little he bit. He looked Things like Wyatt Earp. Exciting there. This Someone year. said Kurt Russell and Wyatt Earp, and it was very true. Ooh, um, yeah, I think he's a pretty good looking guy. And I I mean this is the kind of the question and probably what that 
a horrible question in in the press conference was asking. I mean, Tomlin comes in, they knock him around. Um, you know, have, do they quote unquote spark the Dodgers? You know, they give him a scare. They were a swing away there from having, you know, not close to an all time collapse. Um, they were up seven nothing in this game. Do you, uh, I mean, is it too much hindsight's twenty twenty? Is it because I mean, bringing no. Tomlin into this game. I'm all for it. I don't know if it happens if there are off days, if this is um, game three and you just came off an off day and you got three in a row and then you have another off day. Maybe not. Maybe you just go to Melanson right away and you, you don't see the back-end guys get it. But because of the situation they're in, they may be in for a long haul. Try to sneak some outs with Tomlin. You're up five. And worst case, the Dodgers put a rally together, and then you bring in Melanson. The, you know, the Albies error hurts more than anything with Melanson. He was like one pitch and out if that play is made. I'm totally fine with bringing Tomlin in there. Uh, if he gets the job done, it's like, hey, you saved Melanson. But it's also a little um, tiny, small victory for the Dodgers that they said, hey, okay, well, we'll just knock him around and make you use your good guy anyway. But uh, I, I think it's fine. I, I was fine with it. I thought Melanson threw more pitches yesterday. He threw seven yesterday and nine today, or vice versa. Vice versa, yeah. Vice versa, so he's ready to go. I mean, getting him up, sitting him down, getting him up, like maybe they're thinking about – I mean, actually, no. He's he's ready to go tonight. With those small pitch counts, he's ready to go. I it guess, doesn't really matter. I agree with bringing Tomlin in to try to save the back end of your bullpen, save some pitches for them, but, you know, nine pitches, seven pitches, he's, he's fine. I guess here's my thing. Uh, Shane Green hasn't been used yet in this series. He's a guy with closing experience. Like, this is still a playoff game, and you're up five to the Dodgers, who you've kept in check. Like, I don't know. I, I think Tomlin is clearly the last guy in your bullpen. I, I would have liked to see them go Shane Green, and then you'd, you know, you can A, introduce him to the series. You don't have to burn Melanson again, probably. Um, I, I don't know. I just think going Tomlin, you know, you guys, a little Babbitt luck away from, you know, a nightmare. Maybe take him out earlier. You know, give him a little. What, what did Tomlin go? What was his uh, order of events there? Let me see. He goes. Strikeout, single, double. Maybe take him out after the strikeout, after the double, but then you're going to have to have Melanson up anyway. Yeah. Um, and then that doesn't make sense because if you're taking him out after three batters, that means you had someone warming up from the jump, and then if you have someone warming up from the jump, just bring him in. Then he gets the strikeout, so now he's an out away. So you're like, okay, one more out, and then Muncy takes him deep, and then it's like, fuck, okay, have to change. I, I get it. I get what you're saying. It could have went uh, south, and you do have Shane Green. I don't know what's up with him. Uh, I don't know if yeah, we if, don't know. Is Norm in the chat? Norm in the chat. Do we have uh, Shane Green's only been used twice, once in the wild card, once in the DS, uh, and he's only thrown 1.1 innings. Maybe he's, like, nursing something Could that we don't be know something. about. Again, I, I don't know, but that that would be my only That happened with the, the Yankees brow. with Zach Britton. They didn't use him in 18, and we were like, where the hell's Britton? And then as soon as the series ended, they are like, he's hurt. Um, so we can use him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wins for the Dodgers. You get the late rally. Uh, everyone in the lineup gets a hit, so you're probably feeling pretty okay about that. Um, and yeah, you're thinking your bats are sparked. We'll see what they look like today. Braves. I mean, a lot of big numbers in the box score. Obviously, Freddie, Albie's, Dansby, uh, Marcakis with two hits. So, um, 
lot of guys feeling good on both these teams right now. Uh, and then you referenced the question, and it is uh, one of the storylines going on around this. Uh, so let's just play it for anyone who might have not heard the Melanson exchange and the question posed in the postgame. Here we go. Mark, can you look at this as, uh, yeah, you guys almost blew the entire lead, but can you look at it as, hey, we survived, and that's all the postseason's about. You showed something there in the end by, you know, against a team like that. I mean, you're up 2-0 now. However you got there. I don't. I mean, can you take a positive out of it even though you blew most of that lead? You still blew yeah, 2-0? We didn't blow a lead. I don't, I don't really understand your question. Can you still take something positive out of this? You're still up 2-0 in the series despite, you know, blowing a big lead. Can you leave this thing feeling, you know, good that you survived this game? I think that's a terrible question. I'm not even going to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. We, we talked about this before we started the show. Like, clearly I know what uh, he was trying to ask. He, he just phrased it so incredibly rude, to be honest. Just really, like, rude phrasing. He was trying to say, hey, man, um, you know, you almost that almost got scary out there for you. Does that feeling creep into the dugout or are you just or is it just good vibes because you're up 2 0? That's still a weird question, but like that's like, can you take any positives away? So weird. Uh, really good job by Melanson just shutting that down. <laughs> Melanson, Same. former Yankees farmhand. Mm-hmm. Uh, how yeah, many he, uh, the Yankees? I don't even remember. Well, the Yankees wouldn't use him in high leverage, so he uh, complained vocally to the media that they were misusing him or not using him correctly. Very briefly, okay. So the Yankees shipped him right out of there. Then he went to the Pirates and was really good. Then he went to Boston, and I think there was a similar vibe in Boston where, like, he just didn't jive with that audience, and they shipped him out of there. Yeah, I remember facing him, AAA, everyone saying, this is the new Mariano Rivera. Mm. He's good. Ask me what I did. Homer. Tank job. Grand Slam. Wow. Yeah, New York, Houston, Boston, Pittsburgh, Washington, San Francisco, now Atlanta. He's been all over the place. Mm. He caught the Albies home run. We didn't talk about that. Back-to-back nights. I mean... Come on. Did you guys see the other thing? Oh, he's got a lot of money. Going on about Melanson? Yeah. What? That he he runs a turf company? Yeah, I, people are really dumb. Like, there's, like, uh, I guess they were trying to do it as anti-Melanson, that he has a business on the side that he founded, which is like, why, why would you ever knock yeah. someone for that? But uh, the, way, way, the way I saw it come across my Twitter was like, he's so poor... He answers the phone at his turf company when he's not pitching, or it's like that's smart. Good job, Melanson. Yeah, he's passionate about something. Seventy-six million dollars. <laughs> yeah, sure. And I'm sure that like Believer? someone, someone in his family wanted to start a turf company. He was like, "Sure, I'll help you found it." And then they use him as the figurehead. And well, good for him. Side businesses are always good. Good for them. I should have been a reliever. Yeah, sell time. Nope, no, there's not. You got a little gas in that tank. Uh, I can tell. Any time left. No time? If we, if you dedicated to pitching up until spring training, what could you pop on the gun? Can I start it now? Yeah. 
yeah, drive line. Get, oh, for sure. For sure. Okay. For sure. I could get to. Um, okay. I could hit 90. 77 mil for Melanson. That's all I'm saying. At what age do you think Teddy's going to be able to catch your full speed? Ooh. God, he's so bad at catching. I, I don't know. Like, I work on with him all the time and, like, try to give him all the tricks, and he's just, like, not there yet. So, like 16? Oh, have you tried meet it, five, squeeze though. it, freeze it? <laughs> he just <laughs> just We're going to go easy on him for now. Meet <laughs> it, squeeze it, freeze it. Steal this idea, idea or anybody listening or watching now, you can. They need to make a better kid's baseball glove. Like, they're just, like, Ooh. the young kid's gloves suck. You None of these kids can squeeze the glove. I, I coached a uh, six-year-old, five-year-old, whatever the hell it was. None of these kids can catch because the gloves don't work. They're just like go like this and like they're like nah, they don't. So I always made my brother play bare hand when he was five. I made him play bare hand, but then they're scared of I everything. Like there needs to be something better. But we did. Luke did have a coach when he was seven that used paddles to teach like short, soft hands, like just a paddle on your left hand, so you couldn't squeeze it. So you're so you had to use two hands all the time. And I was like, this is a bit early. Bitterly for yeah. the paddle yeah, hand. Even nobody does that ever. These kids can barely walk. Hey, I grew up with milk cartons, man. And then I go uh, outside and I play baseball. That was Mariana after. Rivera. Oh, yeah, Mariana you were. Was that you? Were you, did you grow up? Oh, in, I would. No, I would have like five bowls of Apple Jacks. Yeah, and then I'd go outside and throw a baseball against like the, the side of yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Anything else from this game? Um, good for the Braves. I, the Dodgers' offense woke up. I think that's. If you're going to give any, you know, positive to what's going on with Dodgerville, it's their bats woke up. So, that's what about a good thing for them? That's a good Maria thing going forward. Today. Kyle Wright, uh, they go against lesser pitchers for the Braves now. Kyle Wright and then a bullpen day. I'm guessing. I don't really know. Yeah. Maybe that's where they're saving Shane Green. <laughs> Maybe that's where they're saving arms. Respect. Put some respect on his name. He earned it last start. Had a good start. Oh, Kyle Wright. He's the lesser of Anderson and Freed. That's all I said. They're going yeah. up against lesser Urias, Braves Urias pitching. Tonight, Kershaw game four. Is that correct? Yeah. And Ian Anderson. Ion Anderson. Yeah, man. Ian Anderson. Anderson. Ion Anderson. Ian Anderson. I mean, he, I think even Snitker. Snitker gave the best mid-game manager interview I've heard this postseason. They were like, hey, looks like uh, Anderson's done, just judging on his body language. And Snitker was like, oh, yeah, he's done. He's not going. I threw a lot of pitches in the fourth there. And he didn't look that sharp, but he got the job done. I was like, oh, insight. Perfect. Actual, like, scouting or review. So, per Snitker, Anderson was, you know, didn't look sharp, but got the job done. So, that's my opinions as well. Ian Anderson, 15.2 innings pitches postseason, zero earned runs, 22 punches. First Braves pitcher in the franchise history to go three starts without giving up a run. Yeah. Yes. That's pretty good. Um, I do want to say this. Kyle sent me the clip of me taking the Rays uh, preseason, and you guys had some all-time bad takes in that. I can't wait to share it with the audience. Excited. Let's see yeah. it. Um, and I'm sure you're overemphasizing that because that's kind of what you do there. We like the Rays. Um, no, we probably laughed at them and said it. I, I probably dropped mine until they, until they do, they aren't. Unproven is something you said, uh, even though Charlie Morton and Blake Snell had won a Cy Young. You guys were one re- season. The bad takes was you really hyping up the Yankees pitching staff. Like, well, they really all got hurt. No, and the guys that you referenced didn't get hurt. Paxton, Paxton, Severino. It was really Tommy all about Canely. 
Um, I got to really watch it back. Tanaka? Cole obviously did well. It was Tanaka. We Let guys were representing the top three of Cole, Paxton, and Tanaka were the best in baseball, or like rivaled the best in baseball, which is clearly not the case. Yeah. Sorry. Paxton hurt. We're not talking Paxton Yankees. Hurt. They're yeah. out. Uh, sorry for Trevor always bringing up the Yankees, everyone. Only thing that I think needs to be mentioned from this really tough play, fly ball down the right field line. Mookie just misses it. There might be only one right fielder in baseball that can catch that ball, and it's Mookie Betts, and he just missed it. And now, cir- Renfro. And now circling back to where this game ended up, it's an interesting note. What's what's there's there's no actionable change there though. What what's the note? I mean, I think he catches that ball fifty percent of the time. I feel like you're leaving a lot to infer here, and I have no idea what to infer. You're saying Mookie's bad? I no, I'm saying Hurt? they could have won this game. Oh, like Mookie that could have been the difference between like three runs. Oh, oh, okay. That's the infer. I thought you were saying maybe Mookie's lost a step or he's hurt or something. No. I'm saying I, I think Mookie catches that ball a lot, and he might be the only right fielder in baseball that does catch that a lot. All right. Well, moving on. Rays, Astros. But before we do that, let me tell you a little bit about DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Week five of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week six. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of Week 6, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. On top of that great sign-up offer, DraftKings offers great odds, boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain. Don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all you basketball fans a 200% profit boost on any basketball market once you sign up. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code JOHNBOY to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey-only bonus comprised of a first deposit deposit and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Rays, Astros, game three. Let's burn it on your mark. Get set and burn. Show me your cat. No, show me your kitty, Jose, your kitty, and the Strohs, and kind of a must-win versus your pirate friend. Yar, bro. Bottom one, Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve, four homers in five games for Hip Hip Jose. One, nothing. It would stay that way till the sixth. Oh, no, Jose. Throws one away to start the rally. Hi, I'm 12 years old from Sterling, Virginia. My favorite player is DJ LeMayhew. Little League star Joey Wendell with the big two RBI single, followed by an Anoli hit-by-pitch parade. RBI for Adamas, and then the Hunter goes in for the kill. Renfro with the bloop, two RBI double. Professional hitter Michael Brantley goes solo dong, and the Astros have a rally forming in the ninth. Controversial check swing on Altuve. Brantley flies out. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Rays go early settlers. Ryan Yarbrough to Peter Fairbanks. 
John Curtis to Ryan Thompson to Aaron Loop. And then they close with their new friend, Diego Castillo. Rays win 5-2. They take a 3-0 lead in the series. Wowzer. Wowzers, Bowsers. They just catch everything. It's like hitting into a black hole. I mean, Bregman got got again. Just catch everything. It's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. You mentioned this kind of yesterday. I forget if it was on the show or pregame show or later. It feels like they're playing a video game. On hard mode, yeah. Like, 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 you have to beat this challenge to move on. And it's like, can you get it past the raised defense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like. Pro skater. Trev, you look pretty relaxed about all of it. Lower back. You know, they were trusting, uh, the the Astros were trusting a lot of young arms, and Presley's there, he's not that young. Um, But then Anoli Paredes, just don't know if I'm saying that name right, steps up, and, and, you know, after the wild card round and then the divisional round, we were like, oh, I guess going to be the number two guy that Dusty's going to go to. Well, that failed. Uh, He did rather poorly. He comes in, goes single, single, bunt ground out, hit by pitch, hit by pitch, out. So the only out that he got was given to him on a bunt. Not good. No bueno. No bueno. This is, uh, you know, I know what you guys are saying. The defense has shown up, but that's just just the attitude. And I think um, Jimmy Rollins was was referencing Mm. this after the game, talking about defensively how good they've been. And he's talking about how it is contagious. We talk about how offense is contagious. Defense is the same way. He said, it looks like these guys are like, I want my chance to make a good play. Some of the, like we talked about, Hunter Renfro made some incredible catches last night. Kevin Kiermeyer, um, obviously, out in Always. center field to do the thing. Uh, Joey Wendell has been playing really good third base. Choice picking it at first base. Adamus. But really Adamus at short. Yeah. Man, when you watch that guy play, you need to be strong up the middle. To be a good baseball team, you got to be strong up the middle. And having Adamus, the way, what he can do at shortstop, and what Kiermaier can do, like that is the recipe for success. I think everybody feeds off of, you know, those two guys, and everyone wants to be a part of it. Adamus, I mean, I'm gonna look up his. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't hit a lick, and they don't care. Go ahead, play your D, Willie, and get your hits mm. when you can get them. It's if it's one thing to to see it happen for one game, but for them to continuously do it, that just takes the wind out of your sails if you're the Astros. You're battling, 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 and nothing can fall. You saw George Springer last night. Or I guess it was daytime, whatever. But he was slamming his helmet down. That's just how frustrating it is to see that, man. Like, even if it wasn't a hard-hit ball, you're like, that's a hit, that's a hit, that's a hit. Then all of a sudden, it's not. And it really is deflating for an offense. They're playing that. out of their minds. I wanna, I wanna say it was an Adamus play, and they cut to the Astros bench, and like it was just like you, you guys, you could tell that they don't want to be frustrated because they know that's not going to help them at all. But you saw a couple guys just do the like, what do we got to do, man? 
Was Where, it the Altuve <laughs> when Alt- he threw Altuve out in the hole? Yes, yes, it was. And um, and Yandy Diaz over there. Oh my even, god! He's so big he can't even move, but he's just picking balls. I mean, that one pick was gross. That was awesome. So, he played it yeah. cool and just dropped the <laughs> dropped the glove hammer on it. Oh you already God. know the runs are going to be at a premium because the Rays do have a great pitching staff. But then you mix in the shifts that have been working and then them just making some plays. And it's like, what, like you said, what do you got to do? And it seems like you got to hit a homer. <laughs> yeah. You got a homer against the Rays because they're going to make those plays, dude. And I, I tweeted this out and um, I said they're very similar to the 2015 Royals. Uh, that, that team had Alcides Escobar up the middle, which he was – incredible at shortstop for a while then their outfield everybody knows about their outfield uh moustakis was not happy that i tweeted that out he says nobody will ever be the 215 2015 royals trev and i said well i beg to differ i think these you guys are very similar but yeah the defense has showed up um offenses showed up enough and tampa bay is one victory away from the world series it's pretty crazy man and Altuve has the yips. Okay. And he's making me feel sad about okay. it. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's he's making errors, just spiking balls, and he looks so sad. And unlike the Astros, I am a person with empathy and sympathy and can put myself in other people's shoes, and he's genuinely making me feel bad for him. Yeah. So I need him to stop making errors because he's going to make me, like, he's... He's torturing himself. That was well. Uh, if you remember, he was only re- he only received two point eight percent of pitches that he had the trash can bang. Now we didn't count the fact that maybe non bangs were also yeah in the most unofficial the most unofficial official stats stats ever. But uh, stats. I yes stats they're that exist, all but do guilty not of cheating on that team. The bang and count. I told you guys this season that I thought Bregman and Altuve ha- have handled it the best, just shutting up, just getting to work, doing charity shit. And so, yes, I do I do feel for him. I mean, he's hitting the ball, too, which is interesting because he looks so sad, but he's not bringing that to the plate. I guess that's a that's one positive takeaway from this. Well, his glove but, has lost him this series. I mean, um, on... Yes, you could say that. Yeah, I mean, the Rays, obviously, are their gloves are winning them this series, but Al- t- collectively, the Rays' gloves winning them this series as a team, Altuve's arm, singularly, <laughs> is losing them this series. Yeah, I mean, game one is on Altuve and Gurriel. Is that the is that the, yeah, I think that, I think that's more on Gurriel, and that's where Dude, the, I think that's more on Gurriel too. But it's a bad yeah, throw. But it, bad he did. Throw. But and like Gurriel could have just picked that up. That's where things yeah, get crazy, man. That's where things that's get crazy, bad. and that's uh, you know, I'm normally Jake's jesters hashtag Jake's jesters. You know, I was having serious talks with people online and on waking Jake this morning. Like I I don't wish the yips on my enemy, man. I I can't imagine. Being that far lost in anxiety and fear, and you know the the one thing that you've done all your life, you can't do it anymore. So yeah, if you're a if you're a person out there, you know you don't wish this on anyone, um, and I don't think he does. I'll, I'll say this: I think they can. You know, Dusty's there. Dusty has a plan, which is huge. Um, but I think, you know, a, both of those throws were kind of deep in the shift. And I think you just say, hey, Jose, you know, when you're deep in that shift, you know, make sure you're getting it there, blah, blah, blah. And then he's trying to turn, you know, that a nice play with Correa, and he spikes it, and it's ugly, and he's definitely thinking about it. I don't think it's yippy yet, you know, jump, dropping 
knobby and dropping Steve Sachs. Uh, I think we'll find out today. Uh, you you kind of almost hope he gets one of those plays that challenges him enough that he doesn't have to think at all. Um, cause, what you know, chips? If well, I, I think we're gonna find out. Like I, I'm not ready to label it here. Um, I'm hoping yeah, for him because I don't know. If I, I think it it'll be either. a lot easier to get away from it. Um, like I think there's a chance it can become yips. I think he. Do can we make- have different definition of yips? Do you guys have yips as like a career-ending thing? Basically, yeah. Oh, I do not. I just think it's when you. I mean, it takes years to come back from. Like yeah, a full case I don't think of the he's yips. He's at the yips stage yet. I think he's just really thinking about it. And what? So like I've had I had throwing issues at shortstop, and that's why I moved off of shortstop. And it was so fucking embarrassing, man. I actually had a reporter in Minnesota ask me if I had the yips after a game. And uh, the only way you can get rid of it is you go out there and throw a million freaking baseballs. And I did that. Eventually, I guess I moved off a uh, short to the outfield and the third base, but I, I didn't want to have throwing problems ever again. So I worked on my throwing so fucking much and then I became good. But he needs this is what he needs to do. And he's not going to do it because I'll tell you why he needs to go out there pregame and just let the fucker go. Have someone at first base and just zip the ball over there 50 times and not give a fuck where it goes. The problem is if he does that, there's the ballpark cam. Everyone will be talking about it, and then it's going to get in his head even more. So he can't even go get secret work in. Like Maybe he can somewhere. That's what he needs to do. Go out there where nobody can see and just let it zip, but I don't know if he has the ability to do it. They're in the bubble. The ballpark cam is going to pick it up and make it yeah. a huge freaking story. So he's got to figure something out, man. Yeah, I don't. I just I use that term differently. I guess I don't think it was like you can have temporary yips because right now his errors are mental, and that's what I think of the yips. Like when you say he just needs to get a play without thinking about it, that's that to me. That's like that means he has the yips. Yips is like career setback, though. I like mean, Chuck it's Ricky Knobloch. and Keel, it's Knobloch, it's Steve Sachs. Like, Those are like the most dramatic Matzik. cases. Matzik for the Braves. So that's part of his story. Like that, like yeah, Sasser. Like, I, don't think you can have, all like, I don't think you can have the yips for a week. I think you have throwing problems for a week, and then you're back. Like, yips oh. is like, okay, go talk to a sports psychologist. I'm I'm, I'm gone for about a year or so. Yeah, Matthew Mac- Sasser did that. But, uh... Here. Here's Harry Lewis in the chat again with great stats. Mm. He has the expected batting averages of each game, and the uh, Astros have led in each game, yet here we are with the race up three to nothing. 319 to 189 the first game, 357 to 167 game two, 265 to 216 last night. All Rays victories. A A wise man once said, Hit it where they ain't. Oh, my God. This is... I was on the Wikipedia for the yips, reading it. And you, you guys are right. Like, it says have to change it. So, what's the temporary yips? Because this isn't... Like, this is mental for Jose Altuve. Just here, yeah, you're making mental thinking about it too much. He's just well, like... Okay, he is, ball, he is the on the Wikipedia, which is kind of fucked. Yeah. Like, examples... The ball feels different in his hand right now. Like, example, he's picking that ball up, and it feels foreign to him. Typically, you get that ball... You've done it... So, I mean, how many ground balls has Jose Altuve taken in his life? Well, I you think he's so he's scared of throwing it away that he's ground throwing balls it a day, ground. Every day for a long time. He's just short-arming it, uh, spiking it. But, yeah, on the official Wikipedia, Houston Astros' Jose Altuve appears to have the yips. 2020 LCS. It's kind of early. Yeah, that's a wiki move. 
You hate Wik- you hate Wikipedia, Wikipedia, Jim. I know. I was just gonna say, people that run to Wikipedia, there's weird crap of people out there. I gotta go edit this. Yeah. Someone yeah. will screenshot it, get the tweet. We can talk um, about some hit pitches, hit by pitches. Kiermaier, uh hopefully yeah. he's okay. He came on the post game afterwards and says, "Look, it hurts. It feels like I got hit with 99. <laughs> you know, it feels like it's supposed to feel, but X-rays are negative. You know, that can impact them. I think that was his left hand, so uh, his glo- his glove hand, which is better than it being your throwing hand. Yeah, um." Just lose. Uh, Rays are going to have a lot of off days to get their bullpen right and starting pitching in order for the World Series seems to be a huge advantage. We might get a they good one. They haven't even hit yet. Have they even hit yet? Like Randy or Rosarena's hit. But they don't really like bang. Rosarena, another casual three for four, by the way. <laughs> Sick puppy. And dude, he Sick looks like puppy. he's going to hit a homer every at bat. Like he got a, the hanging curveball that he just lined in the left field. I, th- I was like, that pitch is gone. We mentioned Ray's defense being in video game mode, or Rosarena looks like that. I mean, he was hitting, you know, the Yankees thought they found something. All of his big hits were on high stuff. He was hitting low balls yesterday. He's a monster. Trev, you mentioned Jimmy Rollins, and, you know, great shortstop. You like his analysis. A guy whose analysis I love, Trevor Plouffe. Um, Fairbanks does come in to get those early outs, 12 pitches. You know, we were on the fence. There's a chance he could be used. Um, He gets a big inning out of them. Uh, Then they go to their other guys. But the other thing that I, you know, kind of had a jakey throwaway joke on it was Hunter Renfro, who had looked uh, really bad in the start he got. I think four strikeouts, four at-bats. He plays some incredible defense, which he's he is known for doing that. He hits the bloop double, which hey, again, hit it where they ain't, and it's you know it wasn't a rope down the line or anything. But you know him already having four plate appearances this series and kind of getting in the rhythm of it, that probably helps him put enough wood on it to drive in two more runs. So some some fantastic stuff out of you. That was a uh, well. I think we were both right there. Uh, you guys were saying they were going to try to save some of the guys. I think they this was like the B bullpen you know they did end up using castillo at the end and they used fairbanks i think because it was brantley in the middle of the lineup i think that's why they brought him in there then they're like okay let's try to get through the bottom half with these guys and then loop is i think he's maybe part of their a bullpen now <laughs> they're sick i hate the race right I hate them like he's coming in high leverage and he's got he's got this funk and he's throwing 95 out of, out of nowhere and so I, I think I'm going to put him in, like, their guys now. Didn't get used in the Yankee series, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. So the, Ra- the Rays are just sick. They'll find the matchup. They will go to it. They'll exploit it. Um, They're disgusting. They're monsters. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, oh, they brought in, in. Trev, you texted us about this. They brought in Thompson, the right-handed sidewinder for Michael Brantley. Which, I didn't understand about that, that at all. I told you guys, I said, this is ba- this is a bad matchup because lefties crush these guys and sure as hell he just gets an easy base hit. And again... I, don't, I, I didn't understand that one. I think that was Ray's full funny business. I'm thinking that Michael Brantley thought they'd never let him see Ryan Thompson this series and then here he is seeing him. Um, who really knows? And hey, shout out, we're mentioning all the bullpen. Ryan Yarborough, five innings pitch, two earned runs in a yeah, playoff game start. Yeah. Our friend against the Astros gets clipped by Altuve in the first, gets clipped by Brantley in the sixth. Uh, <laughs> you know, if there's two guys that are going to get you, 
Those aren't bad names to do it. So hell of a start by him. Quentin in our chat, the resident Astros fan, the patron chat, yeah. says Kurt is coming on, and then him making a web gem was peak anger for me. Yeah, and that was like when I gave, yeah. I threw my hands up when right he did that. that, and then after that, did Adamas make a play? There's another play after that one, and I just tweeted out the Rays are gross. Yeah, the Rays are fucked up. They're just mean. And by the way, I mean Houston, you know, hey. Tying run on base in the ninth inning again. Um, they did. Which, Joey again, that, that almost adds to it. <laughs> Joey all, Wendell. It's almost an extra twist of the knife. Uh, first uh, sack bunt oh my of God. the postseason. <laughs> oh goes to Manny Margot, and he pops it up and then trips the catcher. <laughs> little contact. That was good. That's again incidental. When stuff's just not going your way. Incidental. It was incidental. It was I incidental. I just it's funny. It's funny. Like the no bunt crowd is. I don't really get it. Like yes, I guess there are numbers that support not bunting, but I think I, I've always said there are times for it. I don't know if that was one of the times for it. I'm not saying that was one of the times for it, but just the, the fact that teams will think that you will do it at some point, like I think is enough because you have to then defense it. So then you have to bring guys in and call a play and whatever, whatever it changes things. And a lot I of those, expect this, I, don't, I don't expect them to see to do it again, but a lot of those percentages don't bring in skill sets too. like, I, I think, you know, if you could bunt and the, they had a rally going, if you could get second and third with one of your better contact guys coming up, you know, I, I think I like the play there, but yeah, the numbers are out there and, Anti-bunt, oh, John Smoltz would be getting everybody out nowadays. Such an easy game. Such an easy game. Okay, final segment of the day. Uh, Trevor makes his official picks for the Hank Aaron Award winner. Uh, the finalists just got announced. Trev in the American League, Jose Abreu, Jose Ramirez, Trout, Cruz, DJ, Brandon Lau, and Teoscar Hernandez. Who are you casting your ballot? Who are you voting for? What's the Hank Aaron Award? Best offensive season. Uh, <laughs> you caught me off guard here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know either. I'm gonna I just say Jose Abreu because I like him, and I, I like was gonna say Ramirez. With his facial hair at the end of the year. Yeah, I thought you'd go Joe Abs. I think I'm there too. Why not? Okay, nice year, Jake. Your National League vote: Freddie Freeman, Corey Seager, Dom Smith, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, Paul Goldie, Juan Soto. Juan Soto. Uh, Tom Smith just staring at me. Probably Freddie, man. Soto, didn't he lead the league in OPS? And OPS yeah, but plus? less games. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. his fault. Still, offensive war was the same as Freddie in less games. Best, was, be, best availability is availability, you know? Ooh, baby. Best ability is best availability. Is best availability. The best availability is, is ability. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for uh, tuning in, hanging out with us. Appreciate your pregame show coming up if you're a patron. Uh, if you're not a patron, pregame show probably already happened, but we still appreciate you nonetheless. Goodbye. Farewell. Later.